0: At the end of my chart, a new order of things began. And I say, Merry New Year and Happy Christmas. And some people were wondering, what was I supposed to say? Merry New Year. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you looking at me to you see yourself? Merry New Year and Happy Christmas. Hallelujah. <laughs> For unto us, Isaiah chapter 9, let's see that scripture together. This week or this weekend, I believe that what God wants to do is to prepare us for the new year. Because the Lord had told me that new year is the year of God's glory. And the glory of God, whenever the glory of God is made manifest, is the year of the spirit. You know, the world has been going through turmoil. All manners of things are happening on planet today. Confusion all over the place, even in our cabinets in England. We have never seen such a cloud of confusion or uncertainty in Great Britain. Never, ever, ever have we taken decision and we come to the ebb of conclusion and we don't know what to do. Never have we seen this continent, Europe, thrown into such a confusion. And if you look at Africa, interestingly, I was watching the uh, BBC today, and they were talking about Cameroon. And they said, this country, Cameroon, has the second largest Amazon forest. And they have trillions of dollars of minerals under the ground. But yet, the, the broadcaster said, but why are they poor? Why are they having all these fighting and they couldn't have good life? Well, we know that um, the reason why is because of the devil. The devil is having a fun in the affairs of sons of men. But I believe very much too that if you look at the church of God today, if you have been a Christian for more than 20 years, you will be mourning for what the church of God has become. Why is all these things happening? And you are having the rising, rising of false prophets, and many are following them. People love to go to where they lie to them, and where the truth is preached, only few people attend. Why? It is because the Son of God is about to come again. (laughs) Hallelujah. It's about to come again. So these three days, I will be taking you into who Christ really is. With the intention that you will find your identity in Him. We will begin from, who is this Jesus? And then from there, we will go into who are you in Christ Jesus, which I expect to go into tomorrow or Friday. The prophetic that we have been looking at in the book of Isaiah, we finish the book of Isaiah chapter by chapter just this month. And chapter 9 verse 6, it reads, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Or he will be called Wonderful. And then second name, Counselor. And the third, Mighty God. Then Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And verse 7 says, Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. He will reign over the over, on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time when he is manifest and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Now, if you look at the scriptures before that, from verse 1 of the same chapter, Nevertheless, there shall be no more gloom for those who were in distress. Now, the reason why I'm reading this to you is because the verse 6 that I read to you, to verse 7, it talks about Jesus Christ. And he talks about the um, names of Jesus Christ. But then, he began by telling us from verse 1, that when Jesus will manifest at the time of Jesus Christ on earth, he said there will be no more gloom for those who are in distress. Then it says, in the past he has humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, but in the future he will honor Galilee of the Gentiles. And if you look at this, this is a metaphor. But in it is the message that the Lord, the coming of Jesus, will honor the Gentiles. You know, in those days, only the Jews were God's children. That is the only race of God on earth. But Isaiah is saying that things will change when this Messiah will come. He will go out of Hebrew, the Jews, and he will go to the Gentiles. And then he will bring the Gentiles also in. And he began, he went on describing in verse 2 that the people walking in darkness have seen the great light. Which is one of the things that Jesus is. The light of the world. And it says those living in the land of shadow of death. A light has dawned. Then verse 3 says you have enlarged the nation. And I want to underline the word the nation. It didn't say nations. Which tells us that it's talking about the nation of God. Which is the Israelites. Now he has enlarged them and added the Gentiles into the commonwealth of God's children. And he says, and increase their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as men rejoice while dividing the plunder. Now, can I help us know this? I will talk much about this when I talk about the works and operations of Jesus Christ tomorrow. But certainly, you will recognize that the manifestation of Jesus to anyone in darkness dispels the darkness and brings those in darkness into light. You will recognize, and I agree with me here before we go further, that no darkness can hold bound anyone that Jesus manifests to. You will agree with me also that people who have been living in despair. He calls it the shadow of death. The land of the shadow of death. It says to them the light has dawned. So if a man is born again, that is you who have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. There is nothing like darkness that can overcome you. There is nothing like despair that can overcome you. He is the solution to every despair. He is the solution to a, He is the direction in the midst of every confusion. And he is the light in the midst of darkness. However, who is this Jesus then? Let us look at the book of Colossians. Who is Jesus? Colossians chapter 1 from verse 15. Colossians chapter 1 verse 15 began by saying he is the image of the invisible God. I read the NIV in this. The firstborn over all creation for by him all things were created. Things in heaven and on earth visible or invisible whether thrones or powers, or rulers, or authorities. All things were created by Jesus Christ and for Him alone. He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. And He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead. So that in everything he might have the supremacy. I call this the supremacy of Christ. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him. And through him to reconcile to himself all things. Whether things on earth or things in heaven. By making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Now begin to write. Jesus is the visible image of the invisible God. There is no representation of God on earth except Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Write that down. He is the only way to the God who created heavens and earth. He is not a religion. He is God in the flesh. So therefore you will agree with me that anyone who claims to be in a religion and that religion does not acknowledge that Jesus is God in the flesh, that person is not worshipping the God of Christians. We serve the God of Who created the heavens and the earth, and you will soon know who is that God too. This scripture says Jesus is the visible image of the invisible God. The second thing is that it says, For by him, verse two, all things were created. By him all things were created. So he is the creator of all things. All things were created by him. Things that are in heaven, everything in heaven that you may think about. And on earth, visible and invisible. And I believe very much that these things are very loaded. I've done a teaching on this among you before, but today we are looking at it in a different way. Because I want to look into Jesus being the creator, I mean Jesus who who being the one through whom all things were created. But this scripture tells you and I that Jesus Christ created everything visible. Whether you call them demons or you call them angels or anything you, you may say, he created them all. Now, if the Bible says that he is the head of the church... I believe very much that one of the things I infer from this is why should a Christian be afraid of what he's not able to see? Why should you be afraid of things unseen if Jesus created all those things and Jesus is your head? It's not only that. For those of us who are believers, he lives inside us. This Jesus you are talking about, he lives right inside you from the day you accepted him as your Lord and Savior. That's the reason why Acts chapter 4:14 says, salvation is found in no one else. Neither is there any name under heaven by which man shall be saved. So, everyone who have received Jesus Christ as the, the, the Son of God and as their Savior, he lives inside them. Now, the one who lives in you created all things. Come on now. He made all things. Anyone who is not a Christian is not born again. Everyone who is born again is a Christian. Each person born again is a Christian. But now help me with this. Jesus does not live in anybody through any religion. He lives only in those who have accepted him as their Lord and Savior which is you now the one who lives in you created all things he created the heavens and those that dwell therein he created the earth and all that dwell therein he created the seas he created created the mountains he created the wild beasts alright he created all these things Really, that scripture helps me further. It says, whether those things in heaven and on earth are visible or they are invisible, Jesus created them. Okay? I want you to think that something. Because today, I will speak briefly and we are going to pray. Jesus created everything. Things that you can see, things that you cannot see, contained within heavens and on the earth. Or under the earth, he created all things, visible and invisible. Then he said, Whether thrones or powers, thrones or dominion, rulers and authorities, all right? Jesus created them. The King James Version says, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. And I use that because of my very fundamental Christians. When you talk about the region of the powers of darkness, you know, if you don't say principality and power, you are not talking here today. <laughs> Hallelujah. But do you know something I want to know? I want you not to not to get, go away here today without understanding this. That Jesus Christ, he created principalities. Regardless of what name they call them, whether they live in the sea or they live in the air or they live in the forest or they dwell on the mountain. Whether they call themselves marine, marine spirit, or they call themselves the spirit of the air, or they call themselves forest spirit, or they call themselves mammy water, or they call themselves anything, everything that is visible and that is invisible, whether they are principalities or powers or rulers of darkness or dominion, whether they are human thrones, office, directorship, chief executive, prime ministership, members of parliament, The House of or, or, you know, in America, you may call them Senate or House of Representatives. Every authority that is, he created them. Your office, all the levels that are there, Jesus created them. Someone said, but somebody designed it. Yes, when the time came for man to acknowledge it, Jesus put it in his brain. To call those things the names. To be a director, to be a manager, to be an assistant manager, to be a assistant director, CEO so stuff. Jesus created all thrones. He created all dominion. He created your lecturer. He created those who will interview you for a job. He created everything. He created all brains. And he put all knowledge in those brains. Now help me with this. Can you imagine how enormous he is? But yet, he lives in you he lives in you that is what we want to do with this very weekend because in the new year the glory of the son of God will be revealed among his people and every one of you must manifest like Jesus walking on the streets of your nations you must manifest like him And you need to understand, when I say this, or you hear other prophets begin to say these things, I've been telling you from the month of July, this year, 2018, about 2019. Can you imagine somebody born again? And because a wind blew, he was afraid. The one who created the wind that blew lives inside you. Excuse me, can you see somebody who is born again because someone put a piece of leather on the floor? He starts praying over a piece of leather because they attributed that piece of leather to some transcendent power. He created that power. Jesus created that power. The power that made the voodoo, he created them. The power they call witchcraft or satanism, he created them. Whether you call them Illuminati or Mason, he created those those thrones. Listen to me. What the devil made of them is the devil. He created the devil himself. Every weapon the devil can manufacture against you. Jesus created the devil who manufactured the weapon. He created everything, visible or invisible. He said he created the, the ravager to work havoc. Hallelujah, somebody. Jesus created all those things. He created all those things. Look, look, look. Let's look at Isaiah 53 very quickly. I want to read from verse 13. You must not leave this place today with any fear again in your life. Jesus, who lives in you, created all things. Someone says that what informed my boldness. That's just it. It He's just it. Look at what he says here. I said Isaiah 53. Put it on your board, please. I read it from verse 13. It froze? Somebody stand up and read it. Isaiah 53. Let me read it to you straight away then. No, 54 verse 13. It says, all your sons will be taught by the Lord... And great will be the prosperity, the other scripture says, of peace of your children. In righteousness you will be established, and tyranny will be far from you. It says you will have nothing to fear. Terror will be far removed, it will not come near you. Look at verse 15. It says if anyone does attack you, it will not be by my doing, whosoever attack you will surrender to you. This is God speaking. Why is he saying that? Verse sixteen answers it. It says, Behold, it is I who created the blacksmith, who fans the coal into fire, into flame, and forges a weapon fit for it. His work. And it is I who created the destroyer to work havoc. Or the other translation says, the the ravager to walk destruction. The demons to walk destruction. He created them. Jesus created them. But then when he created, when he said that to you, the next verse is a common verse that everyone quotes. What did he say? No weapon forged against me will prosper and every tongue that rises against me judgments shall be condemned this is the heritage of those who fear the lord and their vindication from me says the lord now listen to me why is that verse 17 yours because god said i created all those stuff that's the reason why they have no power over you they have no dominion no christian can say satan made me do something he cannot make you do anything if you do anything wrong Come on, it is you who did it, not the devil. You decided to do it. Because once you are born again, Satan cannot make you do anything. Impossible. He can sell idea to you. That's all he can do. It is your choice to do something good. It is your choice to do something bad. Because the word of God remains. Go back to that Colossians and let's finish it. Chapter 1. Now you understand this. In verse 17 it says, He is before all things and in, in, in him all things hold together. He is before all things and in him all things hold together. Or by him all things consist and he is the head of the church. The body. I love that. The church. He is my head. Somebody says he's my head. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> so if Jesus is my head, I see by Jesus. I smell by Jesus. I understand by Jesus. No wonder on Sunday we are looking at the book of First Corinthians 2.16. That says that who can, is who will instruct the Lord. He said, but you have the mind of Christ. He is your head. This Jesus who created all things. I love it. And it says, and he is the head of all things, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn among the dead. So that in everything he might have supremacy or preeminence. Why did the scripture talk about that? Jesus had to become the firstborn among the dead because before him there was nobody who had died and resurrected and because he came to die for a sin he had to lay the precedence that those who believe in him this is how what will happen to them you will die but you will rise again and so he had to come in the flesh to die for sin and rose again from the dead so that he would take supremacy even in the grave we'll talk more about that in the week Look at verse verse 19. Shall we read it together? For God was pleased. (laughs) And verse 20. (laughs) Now I want to run you through something. That Scripture says, he is the image of the invisible God. Verse 16 says, by him all things were created. Alright? But let's see how those things were created in Genesis 1. From Genesis chapter 1. And you can, I want to trace to you, because someone can say, but God created all things. Yes. How? What is God? What is Jesus? What's the difference? Is there any? Look at what happens here. It says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And Colossians says, it is by Jesus Christ those things were created. Now it says here God created heavens and the earth, the Almighty. Then it says in verse 2, Now the earth was formless and empty, darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the water. Now we see God the Father, we see God the Son. But if you look at uh, God the Spirit, God the Spirit, God the Father, God the Spirit. But in verse 3 it says, And God said, Let there be light. So, light beat by the word God spoke. Yes. Come on now. God said, let there be light, and there was light. Look at verse 6. And God said, let there be the excellence between the waters, and and, uh, to separate waters from water, and it was so. And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered, verse 9, to one place, and let the dry ground appear. And it was so. Verse 11 says, Then God said, Let the land produce vegetation, seed bearing plants and trees, and, and uh, in according to their own various kinds, it was so. And verse 14, And God said, Spoke, Let there be light in the expanse of the sky to separate the day and the night, and it was so. Verse 20, God said, Let, there be what, let the waters team with living creatures, and let the birds fly above the earth, it was so and verse 24 says and god said let the land produce living creatures according to the kind uh, to their kind livestock creatures that move along the ground and wild animals and it was so verse 26 says, then god said let us make man in our own image yes Yes, now go to the book of john we recognize here that the name jesus was not mentioned But what was mentioned here was that when God was creating the whole universe, He spoke and the Word made it happen. So, where is Jesus in Genesis? The book of John, chapter 1, says, verse 1 In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He is with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. Now let's read together verse 14. And the word. Shall we read verse 14 together? Verse 15 Shall we together? Who is he talking about? Now let's read further. Verse 16 From the fullness Then verse 17. So who is he talking about here? Who, who is the word? Jesus. Jesus is the word. So in Genesis when God said, let there be this, what came out of the mouth of God is Jesus. That is what the Bible says, and that is the truth. By him all things were made. Nothing was made apart from the things that was made. If somebody is watching me somewhere in the world now, who is having a confusion about, what, how can the Bible say God created the heavens and the earth? And yet, the Bible says that it was through Jesus Christ all these things were created. This is the answer. When God said, let there be light, the word that came out of the mouth of God was Jesus. It came from the inside of God. And it became flesh in the New Testament. If you look at that scripture in John 1 says, in the beginning was the word which God spoke. The word was with God. And the word was God, capital letter God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him or by him all things were made or all things were made by him. And without him was nothing made that was made. And then 14 says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father. And he says he's full of grace. Then he says John testifies about it. So that without doubt he's talking about Jesus. He's talking about Jesus. Can I say something to you? No wonder those who believe in Jesus, when they speak a word in the name of Jesus, those words also manifest. The same power in the beginning of the word. Now, the word that was in the beginning now lives inside you and I. If it lives inside us, no wonder. The Bible says, whatever you ask in my name, you shall receive it. Now, let me now begin to bring us a little bit into introducing this. And today we are going to exercise that word. If the word that created all things, who became flesh and dwelt among us, now lives inside us. You and I will agree with me that whatever you are able to do with the word is is determined by yourself. Is it coming by yourself? Are you different from Jesus? Let's look at the book of Romans, chapter 8. Those of us who are born again, I'm talking about, if you're a Christian, are you different from Jesus? Romans, chapter 8, tells me something. Look at verse 29. It says, For those God foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of His Son, so that He may be the firstborn among many brothers. Write it down. Jesus said, for, uh, uh, um, Paul said, For those God foreknew, like you and I, he, pre- he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his Son, so that Jesus Christ may be the firstborn among many brothers. So, he, God, decided to become man, so that you and I can become a member of his family. Look at the same book of John chapter 1. Verse 12. Yet to all who received him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. To those who receive him and to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Verse 13 says, Children born not of natural descent nor of human decision or a husband's will but born of God this scripture tells you and I that Jesus and us who are born again are equal children of God it is a mystery isn't it but it is a real mystery have you ever imagined how you came out of your father and your mother's womb have you ever thought about it what form you and I is water. And how can water become bones? How can it become, you know, ha- how can it develop organs? Liver, kidney, and it is liquid. Alright? It needs all, all its forms. And then, it looks like a tissue, then it's of developing bones and stuff like that. How can that be? Because of the mystery of God. The same way you and I have become God's children through the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that in us is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You and Jesus are the same. Colossians chapter 2 verse 9 and 10. It says, for in Christ all the fullness of deity lives in the bodily form. And you have been given fullness in Christ, who is the head over every Power and authority, and the King James says, over every principalities and powers. I will continue to use the word principalities and powers so that we can associate together with my friends. You know, what what you have here is this in Christ the fullness of God, and in you is the fullness of God. Think about it. You have been given the same fullness that God gave to Christ in the flesh. In Christ is the fullness of God. And it says the verse ten, you have also been given fullness in Christ, who is the head over principles and powers. So you have received fullness of God as Christ received fullness of God. Your superiority I'm talking about. Number two, as God sent Jesus, God sent us. John 17, 18 As you sent me into the world, Jesus said, I have sent them into the world. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. So, I always say this, and you see after me. God sent Jesus, Jesus sent me, Holy Ghost empowered me. Listen to me. Jesus says, as the Father sent him, he has sent us. How did God send Jesus? The book of Acts chapter 10 verse 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit and power. And how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil. Because God was with him. We will dwell much on this tomorrow and next tomorrow. How did God send Jesus? Jesus said, as the Father sent me, I've sent you. Either you are a baby or you are a doesn't matter. Okay? As God sent Jesus, Jesus sent you. How did God send Jesus? How God anointed Jesus with Holy Ghost and power. So you, a Christian, can say how God anointed Alfred, whatever your name is, with Holy Spirit and power. But then it says how he went about doing good. We'll look much more about that tomorrow. You will discover that Jesus Christ, all the time that he was grown, he was uh, uh, growing as a baby. You know, he was among uh, people. Nothing happened. The Bible never recorded any miracle done by Jesus Christ at all. Until when he went about. And when he went about for the mission, the lame walk, the blind see, the dead are raised. So, you can do everything that Jesus did. That is it. Do you need to fast for it? No. Tomorrow we'll look much into that. Fasting has its place, it is to build a relationship with God. It is not to woo God over what He has already given. It is faith that receives what is given. All right? It is faith. You are made whole. If someone says you are healed, you don't need to pray, heal me, heal me, heal me anymore. The sick believe, and then he's healed. You say to the to the cripple, rise up in the name of Jesus. That cripple does not say, God help me, God help me. He once he has the faith, his limbs will stretch out. You don't fast for the things God has freely given. You don't do that. I know some of you do that. And that's why you didn't get it. Are we together now? Who, how many of you fast before your father fed you when you were grown as a baby? Your mother's breast. When you want to suck the breast, we say, Lord, let my mother feed me with breast and then your mother will bring the breast to your mouth? No, 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 no. You don't pray your mother that, Mommy, please give me breast. You care because it's yours. Really, it is for her good that you are sucking the breast. Same thing with God. It is for the good of God that you are manifesting the promise. I we together now. You don't fast for the promise. No, you, you have faith for the promise and operate in it. That's how manifestation comes. You fast for a relationship with God. It's a different game. Here, the Bible says that you have been anointed like Jesus was anointed. Then go about and do good. And then you will see God will do the same thing he did with Jesus. Right? I can tell you about that. He, he says he went around doing good and healing all who were under the powers of the devil because what? God was with him. So why did Jesus perform miracles? Because God was with him. Is God with you somebody? Yes. Come on, is God with you? Yes. So if God is with you, then you can do what Jesus did. What I'm telling you, some of you who have not been with me to missions before may be wondering. When we go to mission, you see devil roar. Are we together now? Hmm. And you will see how easy what I'm saying is. I know that many people have acclaimed this to anointing. Okay, let's say anointing is what you need. Do you not have the anointing? He lives inside you. The one who produced anointing is living inside you. Isn't it? Then you are telling God, anoint me. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) He's living inside you. Go out and walk. Preach the gospel. Pray for the sick. And see whether he will not honor his word. Faith is what you need to roll it out. Faith. Jesus got to the the pool of Bethesda in John 5. And he was asking the sick man, you know, (laughs) do you want to get well? And the sick man said... Young man, I've been here longer than where you were born. He said, because these secrets I have, when the angels tears off the water, I have no one to put me in there. Jesus says, do you want to get where? But if you look at Bartholomew, when he met Jesus, Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? He said, I want to see. All right? And he said, see. And instantly he received his sight. But this man at at the where? Uh, a pool of Bethesda. Jesus was asking him. He did not recognize that Jesus was the one who sent the angels that stir up the water. Just to, to typify his healing power when he will come as the pool of healing. Now when he came why should angel come anymore? Angel finished his job because the healer himself was standing in the pool to put an end to these rituals of angels coming. And yet the sick man could not understand. Okay? So, Jesus said to him, He overrides His ignorance and spoke to His limbs. He created the limbs of man. He spoke to the limbs that of, get up and carry your mud and go home. And the limbs obeyed. Are we together now? Yes, sir. The limbs obeyed. Because Jesus is the one who created the flesh and the bones and organs. But if you look at this, the story of, the, the, of Barthameos, Barthameos knew, he heard that it was Jesus passing. Oh wow, if Jesus is passing, my blindness is over. He made up his mind. The woman with the issue of blood also in Mark 5, she said... If I can touch the hem of his garments, I know for sure I shall be made home. The centurion said, Jesus, I'm not a Christian, you know, but I know who you are. You are the son of the living God. I am a commander in the army. I say to a servant, sit down. He sits down. And you have command over everything. He said, you don't need to come to my house. Speak a word here. And my servant shall be home, wherever he may be. I recognize you as the creator of all things. That's it. And Jesus said, I have not seen a faith like this man. Not in Israel. God wants me to tell you this. Challenge God with your faith as we go into the new year. Let your faith be a a, a word in the lips of God. Let God be able to be, be proud of your faith. That I haven't seen a faith like this in London. Somebody who read the word of God I just believe it. Go about the street, pray for the sick. Don't care whether they are, they are blind or they are, they are crippled. Pray for them in the name of Jesus. And you will see manifestation you have never seen before. Because if the knowledge of the glory of God will fill the earth, it's through you vessel. Excuse me. Have you seen a demon fighting people in the, in the marketplace before? No, you will never see that. Demons are invisible isn't it? Angels are invisible. Of course, unless when they want to make themselves visible. But when you see the works of Satan, how does Satan work? Through human beings. Isn't it? Come on now, come on now, answer me. The devil did something. Arrest him. Let me see. Go and arrest Mr. Devil for me. The devil did something. It's through human beings. Okay, if the children of Satan yield themselves to the devil to use them, how long will God wait for you and I? Come on, step into the shoes and let God use you. Whenever you see it, you hear that God is performing a miracle, it's a human being is using. Are we together? Those that Satan used have to obey Satan. So for God to use you, you have to obey him. What's the obedience? Faith in the name of the Son. That's all. That's all. If you have faith in the name of Jesus, John chapter fourteen, verse twelve. Let's look at this very quickly. I tell you the truth. Anyone who has faith in me, what did he say? Shall we read it together? I tell you the truth. Anyone who has faith in me, yes. Do you believe that say amen? 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 You believe it, say amen. Say amen in the name of the Lord. You can do everything that Jesus did. Stand upon your feet. We're gonna pray based on this scripture. Jesus said this. I tell you the truth or oh, verily verily I say unto you, anyone who has faith in me, anyone who believes in me, he will do the thing that I have been doing, and greater works shall ye do. Faith. Faith. I think if there's any, anything we need to pray for, is to pray for faith. Now say this, because that, woman, that man whose son was, uh, was epileptic, he said to Jesus Christ, if you can, please help me. Jesus said no. If you can believe, everything is possible for those who believe. I love that. We'll talk about that more within tomorrow and next tomorrow. And the man said, please help my own belief." That tells you and I that we can pray for faith. Of course, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But at the same time, the Bible laid a precedent that we can pray for faith. Because there are different measures of faith. There is a faith to heal headache. When you see somebody have a headache, in the name of Jesus, you place hands on him. But then, when somebody comes totally deformed and he says that, pray for me too. Hallelujah. And you see him bent over and squeezed, but he, he has faith in you. That you just pray for the one who has a headache now. Can you pray for me too? Then you will discover that it seems as if the faith, the dose of your faith has run out. Why? Because you are seeing that condition, but headache did not see. Hallelujah. It is like uh, uh, Peter. He said, He saw Jesus walking on the river. He said, This is ghost, this is ghost. And Jesus said, Peter, <laughs> I'm not ghost. <laughs> Where did I become ghost to you? He said, Are you sure, Master? Jesus says I am He said okay if you are the one Tell me to come out too and, and walk on the water And then he said come He jumped straight by the word And then as he was walking towards Jesus The Bible says he began He began to sing When he saw the wind He took his eyes away from Jesus Saw the wind and he began to sing We are going to pray today Lord help my unbelief Lift up your voice and begin to pray Tell the Lord to help your unbelief Tell the Lord, help my unbelief. Grant me faith, Lord Jesus. The Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For those who will come to God must believe that God is, and He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. Pray, pray, pray. Give me more dose of faith. Tell the Lord. Tell the Lord, tell the Lord, anoint me with faith. Let grace of faith be given to me. Faith that can never doubt you. Plot <laughs> me with faith, O oh God. Sovereign Lord. Increase my faith O Lord. Increase my faith O Lord. As I go to the end of this year. Let faith arise within me. 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 Tell the Lord. Let faith arise within me. Tell God all the words I have had this month, this year. All the scriptures I have read this year. Let them combine together within me. Manifesting your faith. Manifesting your faith, oh God. Tell. That hinder me, take them out of me, Lord Jesus. Help me to believe in your word. Help me to believe in your word that comes out of my mouth. Jesus says, if you have faith in me, you will do the things you have been doing, I have been doing, greater work shall you do, greater work shall you do, by faith in his name, by faith in his name. Peter said, when he healed the man of the biblical gate, he said, don't you think by our own understanding or our power, we have made this man work. He said, faith in the name of Jesus had made this man work. Tell the Lord, grant me the same faith as I go to the end of the year, share up your faith within me. Talk Trust and confidence in the Most High God. <coughs> Tell the Lord, use me in this nation. Use me in this nation, O God. Faith and confidence in the Lord. Use me in this nation, O God. <coughs> Tell the Lord, use me in this nation, Lord Jesus. Transform me completely, Lord let faith arise within me let faith arise within me thank you lord god in jesus anointed name we are praying you know we are moving to the end of the year you will not carry over into the new year god will still perform miracle every minute remaining in 2018 In the book of Isaiah chapter 51, it says in verse 16, I have put my word in your mouth, my words in your mouth and covered you with the shadow of my hand, I who set the heaven in place, who laid the foundation of the earth, and who says to Zion, you are my people. Now, when you pray this prayer, I want to have this understand behind you. God has given you the same fullness he given to Jesus. He will hear you because he will hear Jesus say, he had Jesus right. Now he will hear you in the name of Jesus right. Now you are going to command by the word of your mouth. He said, I put my words in your mouth. Look, have you ever seen God come to service and say, you'll be healed? No, he speaks through man's mouth. Every miracle comes from the mouth of man. He said, I put my words in your mouth. But that mouth must carry faith. I would gather now, when you say to somebody, you know, you are healed in the name of Jesus Christ. That is the Word of God. He said, I put my words in your mouth. If you keep quiet, then the Word of God cannot manifest. So, I want to speak the Word of God to every aspect of your life. Every aspect of your life that is contrary to what God promised your children, your wife, your husband, your work, your career, anything happening around you that is contrary to what God has said, speak to them and command them you will not enter 2019 with me. I rebuke you today. I revoke you today and command the things that should be over your life. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Begin to call things that should be to be an end to every insanity of the devil. Rebuke the devil, it shall flee. Rebuke the devil, it shall flee. paragadosa. Begin to speak to every aspect of your life. From January, you might have been seeking God over some issues. We have few days to go. Command in the name of Jesus. Before I see the end of this year, the end of this December, it shall come to in this area of my life. It shall come to pass in this area of my life. It shall come to pass in this area of my business. Lift up your voice and pray. In, the, in my family, it shall come to pass upon my husband, my wife. It shall come to pass upon my children. Rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus. He says any weapon force against you shall not prosper. Begin to decree that every weapon of Satan against you and your family should be destroyed. Command fire from heaven to Them in the name of Jesus Christ, every works of Satan be annulled by the blood of Jesus Christ. Every demon of hell assigned against you, against your children, or husband and wife, we come against them by the blood of Jesus. We overthrow them. He says, It is I who created the ravager. He said, But there are weapons that have no effect. Every weapon of Satan, against every man and every woman in this church, we neutralize their effect by the blood of Jesus. We send the word of God against them. Every weapon of Satan against our marriages, against our families, against our children, against against our body. We come against them by the word of God. We swallow them up in the word of God. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Begin to make declaration. The Bible says, you shall be heard and not be tailed. Let us command job for every jobless. They will not be jobless by the end of this month. This week they shall get into job. Everyone jobless. We command them in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, you shall be head and not be tailed. <coughs> it is written, the Lord shall grant unto you the good desire of your heart. Now begin to command every disease and sickness. He was chastised because of our iniquities. Yes, Mareboshkara must stand higher. Bruised because of our iniquities. He took the pain on the cross, he took the pain on the cross, he took the pain on the cross. Every sickness, we curse you to die from your roots. Every infirmity in our body, we bring our body to the house of healing. Rabosco, We command children that are affected in their brain, be healed and be restored. There is no such a thing as Down syndrome. We revoke it in the name of Jesus, right? No. Nothing like the celestial. We command healing to the brains in the name of Jesus, Christ Every cell of our brain, we declare them whole. Our kidney, man, of all sakarande sakaranda We command our kidney heal, liver heal, heart heal, restored in the name of Jesus, as of Nazareth. It is written, however, that shall be known as I say in Zion, I am. Healed. Every illness we remove you from your roots we cause you to die. <laughs> In the name of Jesus as of Nazareth. Health, 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 healing. Healing like river, river, river of God. Healing, 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 healing. Healing, healing, healing. diseases. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be taken out. Infirmity. Taken out, taken out, taken out. Every demonic manipulation. Fire of God. Destroy them. Holy Ghost fire. Destroy them. Holy Ghost fire. Destroy them. Holy Ghost fire. Destroy them, Holy Ghost, fire, destroy them. Every disease, every manipulation of our mind, send your fire on God and destroy the spirit of hell. Send your fire on God and destroy the weapons of hell. We shall be fruitful in our thinking. Oh Lord, the Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying it says for um the lord who took you, the, the lord your god who churns up the seas that is waves roar the lord almighty is my name we want to command stillness to every tempest that members of this church are going through people who are going through terrible times we put an end to terrible CFC today lift up your voice and begin to pray in the name of jesus every member of cft church that are going through terrible times we command The tongue to cease in the name of Jesus as of Nazareth. Command their souls to cease in the name of Jesus. Rakaboro Whatever name they may be called, we command them to cease in the name of Jesus. We command restoration to their lives, restoration to their marriages, restoration to their families, restoration to their works in the name of Jesus as of Nazareth. Going through storms of life, we command peace be still. He said, The carry prisoner, we should be set free. They will not die in their dungeon, says the Lord. They will not lack bread, says the Lord. Command your carry prisoners to be set free in the midst of Christ's great tabernacle want hell in prison, we break the chains of prison. We break the prison doors down. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Begin to command every limitation of the devil to be taken out. Every limitation of Satan to be taken out. Every mountain be reduced to low land. <laughs> Father, we pray That we pray That we pray That we pray thee. We pray thee, we pray thee. Let mountains be reduced to low land in the name of Jesus. We command mountains to be leveled. We command mountains to be leveled. Every trouble and peace be sealed in the name of Jesus, Christ of Nazareth. Peace be sealed in the name of Jesus, Christ of Nazareth. Everyone going through tests of time, we command resources from heaven. help from heaven. help from heaven. Jesus, we pray. Mandaro se creendos In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Two more prayers I want us to pray. In the book of that same Isaiah 51, verse 12, it says, I, even I, am he who comforts you. Who are you that you fear mortal men? the sons of men who have bought grass that you forget the Lord your maker who stretch out his, the heavens and lay the foundations of the earth that you live in constant terror every day because of the rot of the oppressor who is bent on destruction for where is the rot of the oppressor two prayers in one here <coughs> Two prayers in one now. We want to ask God to send comfort to everyone. Comfort. You know, we had prayer requests that were presented before God in January. And a good number, a, a great number of members, by July, everything they asked for had been done. But yet, we still have some who have one or two or three things. We're going to tell about the Lord to send comfort. <clears throat> and anybody who who is in a position that a human being have to decide determine their next level but that human being refused to you know honor them we will ask the lord to send comfort people who should have been promoted maybe they were promised and the guy just never fulfilled it maybe they are promised a job and what they receive is i regret we revoke it the same company will write another letter Amen. You don't send a great letter to a child of God. For there are the earth is the laws and the fullness thereof. Where well, we shall say, let there be way. There shall be way. So we're going to speak in the name of the Lord. God will move, send comfort from heaven. Comfort ye, my people. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Oh, Lord, we pray thee that you will send comfort to everyone who have been receiving threats in the name of Jesus Christ. Anyone among us that a human being in position has to take a decision for their life. Lord let mercy come. Let mercy speak on their behalf. Let favor come for them. In this week let it be done. We have two more working days for this week to go. Let it be a Christmas news, a Christmas testimony. That Lord as they leave this place today, tomorrow their situation changes. People who have received that regret letter, regret letter, over job, over offices and positions they've applied for, will revoke it in the name of Jesus Christ. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. The Bible says, ask of me, I will give you nations for inheritance, and ends of the earth for possession. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the best of the land, says the Lord. And so Lord, we decree, decree, decree. We revoke every letter of regret in the name of Jesus. The same place they regretted, they shall write back. They shall write back and give to your people their due in the name of Jesus. Christ, the Lord said to my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand till I make all thy enemies the footstool of thy feet. Lord, we pray the name of Jesus. Send comfort, O God. Send comfort, O God. Send comfort oh God. Lendele korkikabundrasadahai. Lord we pray thee. We pray thee. We pray thee. We pray thee. Thank you Father God. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. Now final prayer we're going to pray for our Prime Minister and our Parliament. Because our destiny is in the mouth of those people. If they took wrong wrong decision, we'll all suffer for it. And if they take a right decision, we'll all enjoy for it. You remember, I read to you from Colossians that Jesus created all thrones and authority. We will call the parliament into this building. Every soul of the parliament and the prime minister. And we will speak into their spirits that they should open up to the Holy Spirit. Whatever decisions they have been having before, we change it. That God's will, perfect will, be spoken out of their lips. When they go again to discuss and argue, I think today God allowed some chaos to happen. You understand? And so I think that will caution abuse of language. Amen. <laughs> you know, God knows how He does things. Because these guys are supposed to seek God regarding the decision of God over a nation. And all of them are seeking, just talking as if, you know, it's a joke. I don't know if you were con- conscious today, I had told you from the beginning that EU will never move their goalposts from intellectual knowledge. But you see, today, When our Prime Minister is saying they are preparing for Brexit, I received 20 emails from the government concerning preparation for Brexit. But EU made a proclamation today that we too are preparing and we are prepared for no deal. I would gather. So if our government was thinking that we can brag the EU by that and turn their hand, they are telling you that you will suffer too. They are not going to move. They have told us what they will do and they will never shift their goalposts. But you know, in all this confusion, there's only one person who knows the truth. He is the God of truth. (laughs) Hallelujah. He is the God of truth. So we're going to pray. Father, change the steering wheel of our country. Take over the heart of our prime minister and all the cabinet people. Let them just come up with the idea by the Holy Spirit. Shall we just pray for them? Lord, you are the one who created the thrones and dominions. We call every member of parliament in our country right into this building. We call their spirit forth in the name of Jesus. And we pray for them, Lord God, that you will flush them of all their inordinate ambition. You will destroy all the partisan politics among them. You will bring them to their knees of repentance. Lord, we pray that you will speak into their hearts. And you, the heart of all kings is in. In your hand. The Bible says you share it wherever you want it. We pray that you will speak into the heart of the Prime Minister. Speak into the heart of all the members of Parliament. That they will wake up in the new day and they will sing a new song. Lord the old song of confusion in the Parliament, we hear it in the name of Jesus. Let knowledge be given. Let the heavenly knowledge override human knowledge. The decision they make will affect your people. It will affect the poor. It will affect the rich. It will affect the church. It will affect your work. Speak, O God, into their spirits. Do not allow them to take decisions that will shipwreck this country. This is Great Britain. Our forefathers in this country took the gospel to all the ends of the earth for the sake of their blood that was shed. We speak, O God. The voice of heaven into the heart of our prime minister. Into the heart of the politicians. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. A new breeze to blow in England. Every breeze of confusion, we blow them away by the blood of the Lamb. Father, we bless you. Lift up your voice and give God praise for tonight. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, for tonight we thank you jesus we thank you jesus for tonight lift up your voice and give god praise we thank you jesus for tonight thank you lord god almighty father we exalt you we magnify your holy name O god we magnify the jesus we magnify the Jesus. Give God the praise tonight. Amen. Come on, give God, tonight. give God praise tonight. Give God praise tonight. Give God praise tonight. Give God praise tonight. Father, we exalt you. We magnify the Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We glorify your holy name, King of Heaven. Radha.